Is there some kind of innuendo there I should be aware of? No, not at all. But I was going to do it for an interesting opening, but that's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I, I saw that's what you were going with, but... Yeah. I know. And you decided it'd be difficult. Uh-huh. All right. Let's go! Welcome to Dragon Age Off the Record, episode 15. I am Elizabeth, and with me is... A guy looking at naked pictures of Colin. <laughs> Purely for artistic reasons, of course. For artistic reasons? Oh, of course. Is it because you follow some people that like to follow Dragon Age and they just happen to post pictures of naked Colin? Yes. Okay. It's entirely their fault and mine for making bad decisions. Hey, guess what? What? I had a friend that Uh-oh. went to this PAX thing. Yeah. And he totally got me some autographs. Really? Yeah. From? Guess. Um, Steven Tyler. Yes, that's exactly who. Sweet! <sighs> now I want one. Well, yeah. W- would you like it, like, large enough that it could fit inside his mouth? Because that's pretty big. What? What? Huh? Steven Tyler has what a huge... What are we talking about anymore? Steven Tyler. He's had a huge mouth. Like, a huge mouth. I know, but what am I sticking in his mouth? I don't know. A fist? I can stick my fist a in A bowling my mouth. ball? I have a pretty big mouth. Of course, he could do the bowling ball. Speaking of balls, <laughs> that's what this episode's going to be about. Or, as uh, the character that Stephen Colbert played on Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law, dangly parts. No, I meant like Maker's Bowls. Oh, those ones. Yeah, right. Well, not really. Actually, Orlesian Bowls. Those don't sound interesting at all. Yeah, they do. They sound very French, don't they? Do they have the biggest balls of them all? <laughs> I have big ball! That's an ACDC reference for those that don't know. Yes. Yes, we're going to talk about the Maker's Balls, or more specifically, Wicked Eyes, Wicked Hearts. That sounds like a band name. You know what? It does. It sounds like a band name from the Harry Potter universe, actually. I was going to say from, like, some kind of punk steampunk rock or something. Steampunk rock. There we go. Yeah. Is that a genre? That needs to be a genre. I'm sure it is. I'm going to confess this. I have not played Dragon Age in two weeks. You know why? Because my computer is up. But I'm getting a new one, and I'm very excited, because guess what I'm getting? Ha! I'm getting a GeForce 970, and the boners should go up right about now. Twing. Well, it's not a tight. You have to ruin everything! Well, now I'm sad. Ah, I'm sorry, that, that's about the extent of my give-a-damn? I felt that right <laughs> in my balls. Ooh. Where did this episode go again? Are you the bell of the ball? I don't know how to answer that because I feel like I'm going to walk into some kind of joke and... Walking into a bell is common in lots of comedy movies. Dong. And cartoons. From the 1940s. Yeah. (laughs) I'm dating myself. Because I'm so adorable! (laughs) What is this about again? What are we... What's going on? We want to talk about your ball. Oh. Well, it's held by Orlesians. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't sleep much last night. <laughs> I slept a lot. So your ball is held? By Orlesians. Because only they can hold the finest quality of balls. Why don't you give a better euphemism for that? When you're trying to attend the ball, make sure you show up in your best dress. <laughs> you're horrible! Remember, everyone's watching. Don't play around. It could get dangerous. Remember, at all times, be on your best behavior. And whatever you do, don't use the salad fork. What is wrong with you? 
Okay. We ended off last time with some kind of fade thing. Yeah. Right? Fade things happen. Fade things happened. And then Josephine says, hey, you really need to go save the Empress. Something's going to happen to her. We have some information that her life is in danger. In order to stop this plot from continuing... Corifinus must be stopped at a Norwegian ball. Corifinus, as Sarah says. Corifipoo? I love how you try to correct Sarah over <laughs> like, and I over know. and over. <laughs> and she's like, I know, but Corifinus is just more fun to say. Corifinus. And you know what? It's more fun to listen to also. I do like that part. I really like Sarah. I'm sorry. How could you well. not? Like I I, I didn't know. like her at first. She was she was really? so sweaty that I was just like, ew, I don't want my character going near her. She might get cooties. <laughs> I don't see what you have. Why, why is there a problem with women being sweaty? It's great with you, a woman. It's no good if you're in the jungle. That's from Good Morning Vietnam. Anyway, ah. it's going to be hot and wet. Not with you, lady. It ain't no good if you're in the jungle. We haven't even really started the fucking show. And whose fault is that? You're the host. You're the one talking about your balls. No, you started that conversation. I was talking about... Yeah, you were. <laughs> your balls. Okay, fine. <laughs> Window and Orlay. Do as the Orlesians do. Play with each other's balls. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're playing the game. They're playing the game, and the game is to play with balls. <laughs> no, this is your opportunity to finally play, quote-unquote, in capital letters, the game. Or capitalization on the first With heavy list. quotation marks on either side. You can't see it, but I'm doing the hand signs over and over and over and over and over. Josephine tells you you have to go to Orlay. Something's going to happen with the Empress, and you must, you must hurry, you must hurry, but then you need like 30 hour to get to this thing. So you have to build up that power, because if you're like me, and you see something glowy on the war table, you want to take that right away. So you're running out of power at the beginning of this game way too fast. But if you save up, and you know you're going to be doing this very early on, it's recommended for levels 12 to 15. So, did you do it at those levels? Uh, I think usually when it came to, like, the actual story missions, up until the last few, I did them within the range, and then uh, usually on, like, the lower end, so I think I probably did this at 12 or 13, something like that. And then uh, on the later missions, I did go a little bit over, because I was like, I'm just gonna do all the things! You're gonna kill all the things! Are you gonna do it on, like, extra super hard? Yeah, no. Oh, please do! That no, would be awesome. Never. You guys, if you haven't watched Rode's streams, he's pretty amazing to watch. I mean, not amazing. Rode, turn your headphones off. I want to tell people about this. All right, this. hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull my headphones off. I, I pulled them off now. All right, I'm stepping away. Rode is actually a really good streamer because he keeps you pretty much engaged, and he's excited about everything he finds. Oh, wait, I've said this before. Rode, come back. I'm coming back. Hey, I'm back, guys. Sit down. Sit down. Uh, I never moved. I just rolled my chair away. Yeah, that's it. Now the balls. You have to go to attend a ball. Because, of course, when somebody's going to get assassinated, it's going to be at a function. If someone's going to be assassinated, they're, of course, going to be assassinated in the most public place possible. They have a lot of balls to do that, to tell you the truth. Maybe that's why you have to go to a ball. I don't know. Uh, it could be. Oh, there's an achievement. I just read this. Yeah, there is. The bell of the ball. Maybe we should explain, quote-unquote, the game. The game is basically kissing each other's asses. The game is very much just politics. Politics with daggers and poison. The thing is, is that with these politics, you have to mind what you say to other people, and everything is very public, no matter if you just whisper it to somebody. Yes. It's yeah, a lot of high school secret, drama, too. And if it is secret, uh, well, yeah, that's uh, that's what a lot of it comes down to, is just stupid levels of he said, she said, and backstabbing, and climbing up the ranks, and it's, uh, it's very... 
high society. Teenage girl. It's high society, you're right. But what it reminded me of is you've got to watch what you say because teenage girls will turn on each other real fast if you bat the wrong eyelash. Oh my god, they're vicious. I remember my times as a teenage girl and this is I'm exactly how I remember to be. <laughs> that is pretty much what it's like. And Orlesians also, they've got those masks. We learned in The Stolen Throne, the first book, that the emperor at that time wanted everybody at the balls to be wearing these masks, but later on decided not to because assassins could get in pretty easily. Except in this game, not the game, it's okay to wear masks again. And that is a sign of who you are. Which is why the Inquisitor doesn't have one because, well, wait, how does that make sense? It doesn't! Vivian, if you take Vivian along with you, she will explain to you about the masks like we are more honest because now people know exactly who and what we are. Like Celine's, the Empress's, handmaidens. They're like, we wear the mask of the voice of the Empress. So you know who we are. We're being honest about that. So I thought, what if somebody stole somebody else's mask? That's all you got to do. Anyway. What you don't see is there's assassins that are hiding on the ceiling at all time like Spider-Man. And they've got bows. And anyone that's wearing a, like, say they, there's only allowed to be three masks of the, the voice of the Empress. And they count a fourth one, they just kill all four. You lie. You're making I do, I do totally lie, but I imagine that that would be like. <laughs> that sounded amazing, though. It's all off the top of my head, too. That would be amazing. My mind is a treasure trove of complete nonsense. Okay. Okay? Okay. So it's like Wonderland from Alice in Wonderland. Yes. If I had a world of my own, everything would be nonsense. Nothing would be what it is, because everything would be what it isn't. So the reason you're going to this thing, Empress Selene is going to be assassinated. But so I said, okay, I'll just do that. I'll click on this task and tells me, okay, I'm going to this ball at the Winter Palace because Selene, Empress Selene is in danger. And you get the impression that it's from her cousin. Gaspar. Gaspar de Chalon. And he meets you. You don't realize that you can't leave during this whole situation, which is a little daunting and scary to me. But you meet this guy. He's all smooth and slick. And he says, no, I'm not the one you need to be worried about. You need to be worried about this elf chick, Briala, whom all I remember from her is that she used to be the former lover of Selene. Yep. Well, she was the former lover, not used to be the former lover, because that's a double negative. Anyway, so what else happened with Briala? Do you know anything about her? You said you made her win one time, right? Well, no, I, I made it so that she stayed in the good graces of Selene. But of my two times of doing the ball so far... I have not allowed Selene to die either time. However, I've had different conclusions both time, because I didn't realize that one of them was available the first time I did it, and I did it the second time, and it was a much better ending. Oh man, see, the thing about this quest is, is that there are so many things. There is literally more to do in this area than can be done in one sitting. I'm convinced of this. I am convinced that you cannot do everything with the amount of time that you have. Because, uh, basically, you start off, uh, being basically the guest of Duke Gaspard. You're introduced, and, of course, because you came with Duke Gaspard, people that are playing the game assume that you are with Duke Gaspard. As in, you are an ally of his, which is not really the case, you're just using him to get in. Because you need to stop the assassination of Selene, which you have learned from... One of the two parts, whether you went with the Templar or whether you went with the mages, you know that from doing those quests, that at some point, part of Corypheus's, uh, Corypheus's attempt to overthrow <laughs> the world is by first assassinating the Empress of Orlais. 
So you need to stop that. You stop that, you stop most of the plan, right? Right. Well, maybe. Uh, kind of a butterfly effect situation. You do one thing and it causes a ripple and changes everything else. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's a I just fan. can't believe that shitty, shitty movie that I've never actually well, seen. <laughs> it was actually, uh, it's the one movie that Ashton Kutcher did not suck in. Oh. Take that. All you Ashton Kutcher fans, I guess. Does he have fans? Moving on. So you, you enter the ball and kind of. You have to do a lot of mingling, and there's some a few side quests that you're introduced to right off the bat, including finding uh, some, you know... A ring. Which, uh, this kind of introduces you to a fun system. I say fun, <laughs> I mean not. There's a oh, system in fun. place, which is the kind of the approval of the court. It goes on a scale of 0 to 100. If you hit 0, you lose. So, clearly you want to build the score up, but depending on who you are... And by who, I mean what race you are, what your origin story is. That could have a detrimental effect to you right off the bat. So say, like, you're a mage, negative 10. And you're an elf, negative another 10. Yep. Or, well, if you're human, period. Let's say you're the human warrior. That means you're from noble blood, which gives you an approval rating right off the bat. Right. Now, Kunari take 15 off. Yeesh. They don't like you. 15, and then when you start out, you can hear people saying, like, oh, somebody brought their pet. No, that's the Inquisitor. No, it's a pet. Damn! They're bitchy! This is why I don't like Orlesians. They're all bitchy. Going off that, you find a ring, you return it to some countess or something, and then you get some approval. So that kind of introduces it to you in another sort. Which shows you that you've got some quests that you can perform in here, and uh, another thing you can do is try to get information for Liliana who will be mingling around the party somewhere. And I have never gotten all of the information. No, I've gotten but, a lot of them though. Uh, but, you know, it's like through finding secret documents that are just laying around because uh, apparently, even though everyone here plays the game, they don't do it very well. Because if you've got secret information or, com- or communiques, you probably shouldn't just leave them sitting on a park bench. Exactly. And then they've got the eavesdrop on people. That's part of that quest as well. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you hear, you're not going to get any information out of that. But every once in a while, you'll hear something good, but you heal something good. You'll hear something good. Someone's been listening to the Orlesians a bit too much. Do what? I hear you saying. (laughs) Worst accent ever. (laughs) I'm going to hell for that. I'm I'm fairly certain. I hear nothing you say. I'll just go as stereotypical as possible. <laughs> Twirling my mustache. <laughs> that is painted on my mask. <laughs> oh, that guy. Uh, so, yeah. Um, there's another thing you do. Like, you find a Hala statuette. <laughs> and with this, you use those as you find them to unlock secret doors. Again, I have not found all the possible ones, which makes me mad because I got to one point and I didn't really realize that you use them up as you use them to lock doors. I thought Thank you just you. hung on to them. But yeah. there's one part where I found a, a like two doors side by side, and one of them had someone pounding on the other side, you know, like demanding to be released. So I'm sitting here thinking, well, if I can release this guy that clearly the uh, the bad guys, quote-unquote, have hidden behind this door, then I'll have someone to support me. Well, I didn't have enough to release him because I was too busy sneaking into the Empress's study, stealing her stuff. Yeah. Because you were trying to find evidence. That's a, that's another part of this game. But that's for later. There's a lot of fun things to do in here. And, of course, the unique conversations you have with your companions. Because you still get to pick companions to come with you. And those will uh, like offer up 
different conversations and different things they can do to help. Like Cole, for example. It took me a while to find where he was even hiding at. Really? I did, I've never taken Cole with me. Cole is hiding in the library. And the library can only be entered when you're doing the part of the game where you... And this is another part of the whole court approval thing. There will be certain points of the ball where you'll have to step away from the ball. So you're going to be running around, and as you're not at the ball, you're running through this uh, winter palace that is being held at. Because no one sees you, they think you've left, so your court approval is slowly going to decline over time. Oh, God. And that's, that's where this whole thing, that's where I, why I'm convinced you can't do everything, because... You know, if your court approval hits zero, game over. You're thrown out. Yeah, so Cole, it's one of those things where he's, he's like, really conflicted because there's so much going on, so many voices he's hearing, and so many people that need Aww. help. And he's just, you're just like, oh, buddy, you've got too much to work. Just don't worry about it. You know who else? Josephine Cullen and Liliana all have to be there. Now, Josephine, you get to meet her sister, and her sister is the flakiest flakehead mm -hmm. that thinks she's an artist. She is amazingly. a blonde valley girl from <laughs> California. I mean, really, she is just... The movie Clueless was made for people like her. Hey, look, I love Clueless, okay? Uh, uh. The movie Clueless was made for people like Liz. Thank you. As if... Word. I love that movie. But no, Josephine is very embarrassed. Now her sister tells a couple things, like she asks a few questions, like, Josephine, have you told her about the time you danced around naked? I don't know what it really was. I can't remember. But she kind of reveals some embarrassing stuff about Josephine. That's cute. And then Liliana's there being all secretive, but she's, she's, oh, I love this. This is so much fun. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'd rather Liliana be like that all the time than her thinking she's in the Chantry in any possible way. Anyway. You know how I feel about her. But you can also talk to Cullen, who is being bombarded with people. Everybody wants to talk to him. And I'm like, I see why. Well, which also works to your favor later on. Does it? Yes. Yes, it does. It certainly does. So anyway, uh, let's get to the ball. As it were. Oh, when you finally get there, you get to be introduced. Now, the introductions we had talked about before on a previous Is episode. Is the best. When you're walking up, take your time. Please. <laughs> you need to hear the names that are read out. Especially Cassandra's. Because it's amazing. Cassandra's I just saw right before the show because I was watching a YouTube video. But also uh, Sarah's. We talked about before, for our girls out there, we get to hear Cullen's all his names, but or all three of his names. But Vivian's not very special. I have never taken Varric with me. I've never, I've taken Dorian, but I think I ran up to the beginning or the, the front of the castle to meet the Empress too quickly. So I didn't hear what they said about Dorian. I've never taken Iron Bull. Uh, I haven't either, actually. I think so far the ones I've taken are Cole, Blackwall, Cassandra I've taken, I think, both times. Sarah. Uh, the first time I went with Cassandra, Varric, and Solus, because I went through almost the entire game with just those three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But I'm trying to think of who I took with my second time. It was Vivian, Cole, and Black... Yeah, that's who it was. It was Vivian, Cole, and Blackwall. Oh, with Blackwall, though. Oh, when you're talking to him, somebody... Oh. Nothing's, uh, nothing's spoiled in that. Nothing is spoiled in that, but it makes your ears perk up a little bit. Somebody says, I've seen you before. And he's like, what, what, what? That We'll get to that in another episode, but that's kind of cool. <laughs> but they do your introductions, and you walk down the ballroom, and you get to meet Empress Selene, who, remember in Dragon Age Origins, Kaelin was talking to. 
as the kids say nowadays. Yeah. Which just goes to show that she has many different lovers that she's interested in. Could it be said that maybe, just she's maybe, the Orlesians... I wouldn't... I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say she was interested in orgies, but, I mean, you know, whatever. You oh, know. well. Please. We all know that's true of Orlesians. Especially Liliana. Because that happens <laughs> in the first game. <laughs> remember? Zevran? Oh, yes, I remember. Isabella? I was there. Zevran was the luckiest man on the planet. At Can I also point. just say that that was completely multinational? I loved it. You have the Ravani, you've got the, uh... Antivan? The Antivan, the Orlesian, the Ferelden. See, we're covering all of our bases. No Tevinters allowed. <laughs> How much would you love for the next game to be set in Tevinter? Uh, but th that would be an entire game of the game, but with magic spells being flung at each other. I know! Doesn't that sound amazing? And then we'd have to listen to the, uh, what is it called? The, um, the Black Divine? Is that what he's called? That is the Black Divine. We would just listen to him rant about how he's the right way of doing things in the world, and then I would hit him in the head with a fireball. Because I wouldn't be able to contain myself as I played an apostate that was wandering around. And then the, the, the warden comes in and slashes him in the back of the head with a sword. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! You're welcome, Bioware. That one's for free. That could be a DLC. With Gaspard, you get to go meet the Empress, and she does her little... She does Phoebe Hands, too, from Friends. <laughs> she does... That's something that really actively got on my nerves, too. Really? Every moment that the Empress was on screen, and she had her hands, like, twisted around like spider claws or something, I don't understand... Like, I don't understand why she's holding them like she was, but that looked like severe cases of arthritis. And as someone who has arthritis... It actively annoyed me. She has dance hands, only they're, they're pointed towards each other. See, a lot of girls use that pose, not exactly like their hands like that, but their hands up to cover up their muffin top. I mean, she could have been holding her hands in front of her, like clasped together in some manner. There's more, There are many ways that could have been done, and that's much more royal than going, Look at my weird hands! <laughs> but she had an I, amazing It was distracting. No, I loved it. I loved it. Because also she would stop and she would wave to other people. She's just keeping up the game while she's talking to you. She's smiling and waving. And I thought that was great. Yes, she was very friendly. But apparently there's some negotiations going on while the ball is going on. Because apparently these people like to multitask. And that also goes with their orgies. See? So I think you're right. Hmm. Sounds naughty. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. So when you meet Celine, you also meet her cousin, who is Shifty Eyes McGee. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Can I also just say that I I'm not going to spoil anything directly, but... Yeah, go ahead and do it. I knew. Right from the beginning, I knew she was evil. Something about her freaked me out at, like, step one. Was it tremendous uh, scars on her face? Were was it that terrible haircut? The quasi-mohawk? Uh, she had going yeah. on? No, it wasn't that. It was just like... <laughs> it was... There's just something about her, and maybe it's just my general distrust for anyone with an Orlesian accent, but there was just something about her that bothered me, and I, I was like, at some point I'm going to kill her. I just... I knew. Maybe it's also that I'm, my mind is breaking and I'm becoming a little more homicidal than normal. I don't know, but I knew I was going to kill her. Oh my god. And... Yeah. Although I had the same thoughts about Gaspard, to be fair. 
You know what? Well, I knew I was going to kill Gaspard because are they brother and sister? They are. I knew that Gaspard was going to be dead when I got there because I liked Celine just from Dragon Age Origins. Now, somebody was telling me in the Masked Empire, you might not like her as much or you might think that she is not perfect. But in my head, she's, because I had come, what? She's not perfect, though. Why you say that? Celine's. She's just as corrupt as the rest of them. See, that wasn't the way I was thinking. I knew that it was possible, but because I was actively ignoring that, <laughs> in my head, she was the rightful empress. And oh, that no, was and that's, I treated the exact same way. I've saved her both times. <laughs> and I'm never going to let her die, because... I will. I'm Next not. Time. I won't. I See, there are certain things in this, like in these games that I simply cannot do. Like, I can't suffer Loghain to live, and I can't suffer Selene to die. Because there's a natural order to the world, and the rightful empress of Orle, whether or not I like the fact that uh, Orle has an empress or anyone in that entire country, that aside, my general prejudices aside, there is no <laughs> way that I could ever allow Loghain to live. He has to die. Period. And uh, I, I think Selene, frankly, the, the, point, the entire point of the mission was to save Selene. So we save Selene. I chose the right way. I chose the right way. As did I, but I'm going to choose differently the next time. Now, one of the things I'm trying to avoid talking about because I can't remember, because I haven't played this game in a while, is is also what the plot is with Briala, Gaspard, and Empress Celine. Now, what are they what are they in negotiations for? To bring an end to a civil war that's going on because Gaspard that's right. that's believes right. that he is the rightful heir and should be thus placed on the throne. Meanwhile, uh, Briala is trying to kind of bring elven re rebels to peace and make things better for her people. So she is the ambassador to the elves within Orle. So she's trying to make a better world for her. And obviously she has some ties to the Empress, which uh, because they broke up, she's not been on best terms with the Empress. Oh, I see. Now, <laughs> whenever I talk to elves afterward and they talk about Briala, they're angry about her. And I don't remember why. Do you remember why? Mm. I know some of our listeners are yelling at us at this point if I choose to let this in. Bring it on. <laughs> but to be quite frank, I haven't played this game in two weeks. And had I just played this part, I might be able to tell you more. All I know is Briala is adorable. For an elf with a thick Orlesian accent. I liked her better than some others. Now, like the Duchess? there are so many... Jesus Christ, that Duchess. Duchess Flori... Florentina. Florian. Florian. Floridian. Yep. The Floridian. Floridians, <laughs> God. You can't trust them. Wait. So after you meet all these people, they say, okay, we enjoyed this ball. We're going to have negotiations later. Go have fun. Which means you can go around and you can spy on other people. You can play the game, get your approval. This is what you really need to do. Now, Cullen will give you the excuse of we need time to get our operatives in place. Now, Liliana is telling you you need to get all these secrets in on people. And Liliana pulls you aside and says, you know what? Empress Celine has an occult advisor and she seems to have charmed her way to the top. We might need to find this person. I had no idea what this meant because I had forgotten somebody was going to be in this game. So I'm picturing like this old crony that I, I would never, ever suspect would be who it turned out to be. Did you know? Yeah, I, I knew. Uh, <laughs> and the reason I, I knew, no I, I knew right off the bat because uh, I played the last court 
And the and the last court reveals not only that the woman who comes to your city in Seralt is Morgan, but that she's also working on behalf of the Empress. Oh, so it told you that. I remember when I finished the Witch Hunt DLC that I thought, oh my god, it would be amazing if she went to Orlais because nobody would freaking guess that. That was years ago. <laughs> and so, and I knew she was in this game because you had told me, but I just did not put two and two together because of this timer also. I got this information right before you get to the part where you're on a timer. If you are not seen by anybody, your approval's going down. Don't mind me as I climb up this wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm right here. And by the way, okay, so they put everybody in the same toy soldier outfit. What the hell is that? Yeah, I don't, I, like, I don't like the outfit at all. Uh, that's just me. It's I, not I, horrible. I, it's, well, it's not terrible, but I think of, that's more like what my stagecoach driver would be wearing not so much what i would be wearing it's the thing that the prince from cinderella wears <laughs> it's his exact outfit <laughs> oh my god that's so true but anyway i mean colin looks amazing in it well i i felt like while vivian sure she's part of the inquisition now and she should represent the inquisition i felt like she should have been dressed as she was exactly she i mean she was dressed for the court at all times she should have put her mask on and gone to work. <laughs> That's basically what she should have done. I was very disappointed because I always play females. I was disappointed that I was in pants. Are you saying you wanted a huge dress? I wanted a huge with dress. With a giant metal peacock thing shooting out of the back of it like yes! uh, like Yes! It would have made an excellent shield. I, mean, I, love, I love that thing. Oh my god, it was so cute. And I really, really, really liked her dress. Okay, anyway. So anywho. So... Oh my god, it was so cute! <laughs> So anyway, you know, skipping through the parts where you're sneaking around a little bit and you find corpses everywhere. And uh, then, of course, you go to the ball and uh, then you come out and you're accosted by the very woman that you were going to go find at Liliana's advice. Wait, wait, wait. There are elves that are slain. There's this whole thing with elves and stuff. Yeah, there's well, there's like if you pay attention while you're walking around, you're going to find blood trails at some point. And no one thinks, not even for a second about it. There's, like, there's blood all over the floor. Yeah, that's pretty normal. Sarah gets really pissed, and I don't blame her. This is one of the things that makes me like her so much. Because afterward, you'll talk to her, and she'll, she'll be like, nobody cares that these people are dead. I mean, they were servants, yes, but they're people. They were dead, and nobody f***ing cared. I'm like, good for you. She would be like me while watching a movie and being like, that guy that just fell off the top of the tower just died. That His poor widow's gonna have to get the information that he died because he fell, and it's terrible. She's like me. Which is fair. <laughs> because you're both insane. What? Oh, uh, what? Are you comparing me to Sarah? That's really nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Sarah, she never was. <laughs> Isn't there something, there's another side quest about throwing away money. Yeah, there's coins that are just hiding around, and, and you have to use your the V tool for people who are playing on... The search tool. Yeah, the search tool. There you go. Mm -hmm. And you have to be, like, right on top of them in order to detect them, because they don't reach the full re or the full width of your range. You have to really be on top of them in order for it to ping them, I've noticed. Which is fine, because, uh, have fun. Which is also how you find a lot of the secrets that are lying around, aside from spying on people. So there's there's a lot to do. A lot to do. There's a lot to do, but that timer that you've got by being away from people, because you're looking for clues everywhere, and you've got to find evidence against whoever you want to find evidence against, but that timer gives you a freaking heart attack. I swear to you. I mean, you're like, oh, I gotta run back, 
gotta run back! Ah! Uh, it, it, At some it, point, someone's gonna release a mod that will disable the timer and life will be fine. There's a trick you can do, like, if you find one certain thing into your way to the library, if you go past the library and you open up another door, that'll stop the timer or something like that. It's just... Well, it's not even just that. Eventually, it'll be like, you're being missed at the ball, and then the bell will start ringing. You'll be like, on time, late, fashionably late, and that all that kind of thing. And as you're uh, to the point of like being fashionably late, it actually gives you a plus. But if you're any later than that, then it'll give you a huge negative to your approval. A huge negative, because I earned that. I earned that so hard. I was at the third bell, I believe it was the third bell, right after it stopped ringing, and I opened the door, and they were like, boo! Oh, sh**. Yeah, I lost it then. I actually literally, you can lose this quest. Yeah, you can if you hit zero, die. you die. Yes, and that's what happened to me. It's the part where you're about to meet Morgan, and that's what happens when you go to this ball. She actually turns around, she comes down the steps and says, well, well, well. Can you say that? I could. Would you please? Well, well, well. That was terrible. I know. <sighs> but anyway, I can't you, do Morgan voice. I'm sorry. You've it's, done uh, it before. It's very I'm, good. Uh, mm, yeah. I've had too much caffeine today for that. So, yeah, you've run into this Harlequin. Uh, this is when you're actually behind the scenes and you're being missed. You run into a Harlequin for no reason. Uh, and Venatori. And oh, you right, 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 right. Yes, those. So the Venatori are hiding around. Go figure. Let's see. The Venatori are hiding around. Briala's people are, well, they were hiding around and then they all got killed. So that's that plans out the window. Uh, Gaspard's got a bunch of his guards that he snuck in, his chevalier that he snuck in all over the place. So lots of things are going on behind the scenes because this is Orle. And they like to multitask. They uh, they like to pick as many ways to die as possible. <laughs> a million ways to die in the West was actually just the West End of Orlay. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll go along it's with that. It's a stretch, but, yeah. but I, you know what? I'm pretty proud of it. But yes, when you when you're away, I just call it the away time. When you're on your own, by the way, you do get to switch at some point to your fighting clothes, which is nice. Uh, you yeah, have to but every time you, you have to re-equip everything, which annoyed the hell out of me. Because I'm using these basic-ass weapons instead of my normal ones. My companions, once I re-equipped them, the second and third time I had to change clothes, they kept their stuff. I just had to put my stuff back on. Now, when you're away from the ball and meet up with Briala, she says, why don't you help me? Because she's playing the game as well. Even though she's quote-unquote just an elf, she can play the game as good as anyone. So she says, you know, help me. Let's get rid of Gaspard and maybe Celine. <laughs> Nothing like a lover scorned. Hey, a woman scorned. Ah. Oh. You don't want that. You get called back to the ball again because you're afraid, oh, I'm going to lose. What happens at this point? Is this the point where you have to dance with Mohawk Lady, the Floridian? Yes, you have to dance with Florian, and it's a weird situation because you're clearly playing the whole the give and take thing. And it felt to me like every answer I picked, I knew I was going to be right on because you just match a question That's with another bullshit. question. And I, and I loved it. I picked the right answer every time. I did the, It was so easy to play her, and oh, she's, she's so trying bullshit. to... She's trying to play you. And, well, you know, if you enter this first off with a mindset that this woman's evil, like I did, and then you realize you're in Orlay and she's in Orlesian, and this is her palace that you're hiding out in, she's the Duchess, so you play the game and you just, you try to give an answer without giving an answer, the same way you know she's gonna give you an answer without giving an answer, and you realize that she's trying to twist you to be on her side, or, in a manner of speaking, she's interested in what you're trying to do because you're the Inquisitor, you were 
essentially uninvited, aside from, you know, her brother allowing you to join him to come in. I mean, it's, if you think about this in the manner that you are in Orlay playing by their rules, rather than being the, I'm a military leader and I'm doing things straight up front, then it was very easy to figure this part of the game out. And I blasted out of the water. And as soon as I left that, you're me you can say something to your companions. I can't remember who I was even speaking to at this point, but I basically said something along the lines of, yeah, I don't trust Florian. I, I knew from that point for sure who was behind everything. The thing is, is that if you're answering these questions, if you read really quickly like I do, because I, I could not stand the accent. It, it's supposed to be that way, I understand, but I just, you know, I'm so nervous at this point because my heart rate's going so fast from that time stuff that I'm like, okay, I gotta get this over with, I gotta get this over with. So I'm reading very fast, but when it says the court has approved or the court has disapproved, that notice came up not immediately, so I couldn't remember the previous question to which it is referring. So yeah. uh, I couldn't remember what I did right and what I, I said wrong. I'm looking at this guide right here, and it actually says it does help if you have, say, underworld knowledge or nobility knowledge at this point. Which I had all of the knowledge by that point because I streamlined to get those. First. And it looks like if you choose any of those, those are automatic court approvals. Now, this is where I have failed the game several times. Once you leave that area where you're timed, you have to have at least, I would say, 15 to 20 points because you're going to screw up a lot. Most of the answers, there's only one answer that's going to gain you approval. Oh, and mm -hmm. if you're not like Rode that knows everything because If you're not like me, the master negotiator and guaranteed to stab her in the chest... See, I always figured that it was answer number one every time. That should be it because it's the most cordial and it's the most socially acceptable from the people that are watching you because you're getting this court approval. Remember, the only reason you're dancing is to have a private conversation. <laughs> I know, so everybody's listening in. So nobody's listening in because, remember, you're the only ones that are... You're having... You're basically speaking in whispers to each other. You know, it, it's a very hushed tone that the two have while they're dancing then back and forth. Then why do you need to play the game while you're doing this? Because it's only one lady, quote-unquote lady. Yes, one very, very, very powerful lady. You gotta think, of the powerful people that are at the ball at that time, the Inquisitor, the Duchess, Gaspard, Celine, and Briala are the five real big powers there. But if you're only talking to her she could make up that you said anything anything she at could all. you gotta think that she's she's trying to play you she's not trying to play everyone against you she's trying to play you period it's all very political and complete nonsense it was fun it was fun for me to play the game I think it was fun, but I felt like it was almost unfair because I felt like every time you answer something, or a lot of times when you answer something, you'd get a visual shot of the crowd as if they are yep. watching. So that's why I felt... Well, they're watching you dance, which uh, when you finish the dance, it's to, you know, everyone's applauding because you guys, you first off were the only ones out there that were dancing, so you were putting on a show. <laughs> and but I would think people could hear, I don't care. Well, you got the music playing, you've got everyone else talking, lots of movement going on. Eh, I don't know. If everybody's attention was focused on you and Floridia or whatever your name is, that would be the point. If you wanted to murder Empress Selene, then she would have one of her goons do it then because nobody's attention is on anybody else. Yeah, but that was not the intent. It, it wasn't her intent to have someone else assassinate. 
By the way, guys, the assassin is the Duchess. I mean, if you haven't figured that out this time, I feel like we probably <laughs> spoiled it for you already. The assassin's the Duchess. I don't think people would be listening if they haven't played through this anyway. We've gotten so many messages from people that are saying, you know, I have to stop because I haven't caught up with you guys. And I'm like, look, we're going full spoiler by this point. Sorry. We'll see you later. (laughs) That's the point. We're talking about this game to spoil it. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, we know that part. Let's go ahead and move forward away from the dance. The dance. And then was it right after that? I think you have to do some more sneaking. Oh, you decide with Liliana, Cullen. And Josephine, they give their input on who should be leader. And Liliana oh, says, right. yeah. you know, if we just let Celine be killed, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can put in power whoever we want to at that whoa. point. She's just cold hearted in my head after that. <laughs> There's a lot of things in this game. Liliana is not the same faith driven little girl that we knew from Dragon Age Origins. She's not the other hand like the Seeker was in Dragon Age 2. She was not that spy that we ran into there. Liliana in Dragon Age Inquisition is a much darker character, and she just continues to get darker throughout the game, which kind of plays into the story later on. Oh, oh, oh! I didn't know she had a personal quest, because I never wanted to talk to her. I never wanted to talk to her, so I never got this quest before. She sure does, and it's pretty messed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was amazing. My third time playing through this game, or maybe even fourth, I can't remember. Yeah, that's what I'm finding. Oh, my God, there are quests that I never even knew existed. This is amazing. Yeah. Because I'm it's playing a, a very chantry-driven person. Yeah, I don't know if I'd ever be able to play, like, a full-on uh, faithful character. It's rough. It's very, very rough. Like, especially if you get to the point where you're, like, the entire time, every choice is, I am the Herald of Andraste, and then you find I out know! that might not be the case. <laughs> you just... The rest of the game, I would be playing a broken character going, I have a glow-in-the-dark hand. Yay. <laughs> I that got be... a glowing hand. On the bright side, it makes it easier to slap people in the dark. On the bright side! <laughs> like it? I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, worth it. Alright, is this the part where you're running through the biggest section of the sneaking around? I know at some point, it's sometime around here where you use, uh, there's a bunch of Orlesian guards that are standing watch over a trophy room. They're talking about Cullen, and, or they're, they're talking about the Inquisitor and the war and combat and fighty fighting and stuff like that, and you're like, hey, if you want to learn more about our exploits, Cullen's right over there. <gasps> Cullen's over there! Hell yeah! And then they all run over there and fist pump and, you know, bro fist each other and whatever else that, uh, Orlesian guards do, I guess. And then you uh, sneak into the trophy room and look around. There's also a part, because of the way this thing branches out and whatever you want to do, you could also talk to the Empress's handmaidens and you're like, well, Colin's over there. (laughs) I don't remember talking to the Empress. I remember talking to the handmaidens and I was like, hey, you know that hot guy over there? Go squeeze his ass. And they're like, and they run off to do that. Just like that? They giggled like chipmunks at the same time? I thought it was more of like a tee hee. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, they do that. Three little mates, what school are we? Yes, you can do that. This is where you're finding blackmail information uh, most of the part. That's what I played as. I don't know if you're trying to find evidence. Yeah, you are trying to find evidence. Blackmail, evidence, it's it's like the same thing. Sort of. (laughs) No, it's not at all. Depending on how you use it, it is the same thing. It's not the size that counts. I'm sorry. So anyway, in talking to Briala and so on and so forth, you can 
find out about things that are happening with Gaspard's own men. You know, you find, obviously, I've already said it once before, you find out he's sneaking guards in. He's got his own people there, which might not be the most the game thing to do to start sneaking in tons and tons of guards. But then again, this is the game. Who the hell knows? Either way, you end up uh, looking for the captain of his mercenaries. And, well, you find him. And when you find him, he's kind of been uh, chained to a post in the middle of a, a yard. And then Venatori and demons and uh, a guy with a banana hat all show up. And Florian stands on top of a balcony and goes... Oh, I'm the big evil bad. Coryphonus told me what to do. Aha, look at me. I'm so cool. You're all gonna die here. And then she walks away. And uh, what they can't see that you can see, because you got the great big glowing green hand, is there's a rift there. And you go, watch guys, magic trick. Snap your fingers, the rift explodes, everyone falls down, then you fighty fighty, kill all the guys, release the uh, the mercenary captain, and he says, fuck, a lot. <laughs> And he is probably one of my favorite people in the game, because this dude is as Ferelden as Ferelden gets <laughs> in Orlay. And he's just like, you know what? Screw them. Screw the demons. Screw the Riftgate. Screw all the Orlesians. You want me to help you? Sign me up. I'm your man. Let's do this. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, it was like, he is amazing. And so, of course, you enlist him in service of the uh, Inquisition, and he can serve as uh, blackmail against Gaspard. No one dies like Gaspard. Oh, wait. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> you sang! Oh! <laughs> no, I, no, I just want to hear Rhodes sing. <laughs> um, okay, Gaspard has his chevalier into the palace, this Winter Palace. What's to say he isn't the real assassin? Because he has at least in the eyes of a lot of people in Orlais, a rightful claim to the throne. Now, obviously, he's got a military force that backs him because a large part of the Orlesian military, and especially the Chevalier, follow him. So, I mean, if this guy really wanted to take everything, there would be nothing to stop him from uh, approaching these peace talks with the full might of his guards and killing every single person there. Which should happen. I'm sorry, but th these fruitful <laughs> illusions. Look, nobility probably wouldn't be missed out there. I'm saying that. Nobody would know who's who anyway. I mean, <laughs> because they're all wearing that. I'm not saying that Ferelden has a perfect system. I'm just saying that it's a lot better. They have Alistair. <laughs> they have Alistair, to be fair. Mm. And even. And Tegan. Oh, Tegan. I like Tegan. I like and Tegan. Connor, but of course we could do without Connor. I still regret not killing him. Anyway. I've done it before. It, it is heartbreaking. I've told you that before. Oh, I'm sure. I'm just saying that we that we could have gotten even a daughter out of the whole situation. So no. That would have been amazing. It would have been. Imagine if she shows up in the game. I wonder if she does. That's I wonder if she does too, and I I'm just don't know. Actually kind of, I don't know if I could bring myself to kill the boy, though. Yeah. Anyway. No, you get a choice at some point. Yeah. Now, you can either kill the Duchess... You can give the Duchess to the guards, or you could, I think, detain the Duchess. Yeah, see, here's the here's the fun thing, is I came in to this part, basically, you come back to the ball, and you know things are about to go down, because Florian has already revealed herself to you, because she's an idiot. I mean, we've also missed a lot of small intricacies, such as uh, 
finding one of the uh, servants stabbed with Gaspard's knife. Uh, you know, and it, when we talked about the jester earlier, you know, it's an entire garden full of Venatori, and all the all the servants are dead everywhere. And of course, the knife implicates Gaspard a little bit because it's, it has his seal on it. I mean, well, and the holla that you can't get that is on the ceiling. I actually, I got, the, I did, I got that. I one. got it once. <laughs> yeah, you just have to jump through the rafters. It's fun. But anyway, yeah. So there's a there's a lot of smaller things here, and obviously we haven't even done everything because there's just so much to do it's amazing so anyway there's so much to do but there are so many branches we can only really talk about the ones that we've done right which is why we're gonna go into what happens next so when you uh when you finally have all of this evidence and you think it's enough and you come back and florian's revealed herself you know that now's the time because as soon as she sees that you're not dead it means she's gonna make her move and sure enough that's what happens. So you have the option of, uh, I think it's, you tell Cullen to, you know, alert your guards. Because <laughs> just like Gaspard, you've also snuck your own men into there. So there's also Inquisition agents all over the place. They're so everywhere. they're the ones that are on the ceiling with the bows and arrows. Yes. <laughs> or the swords and, well, anyway. So you say to protect the Empress, which... I mean, in this situation, I was gonna, I was gonna try to save the Empress, so I just went ahead and panic chose save the Empress. And of course, Cullen throws his arm up and sends the guards forward, and Florian proceeds to kill every single one of them. <laughs> All of my soldiers died. What the serious hell? Are you serious? Little Miss, I wear a dress and I'm playing the game for Corifinus, kills everyone. Why? She's a fucking ninja. <laughs> I'm serious, she's a ninja. She is. She is! I can't wait for you to bleep that part, but she's a ninja. So she goes to attack the Empress, she gets stopped, and then runs away because she's a ninja. And what happens when a ninja fails their assassination? They run away. And then you fight her in the garden, and you eventually kill her. And you know what? That was a fun fight, because it took a while. She did not want to die. But when she she does die, it's great, because she's dead. However, that's not the only path you can choose. You could, of course, say, you know what? To hell with it. Let her kill Selene, and then we'll end her life. And then you can place Briala or Gaspard in charge. Which I just can't do. Can't do it. Gaspard? No. Briala? Okay. But an Orlesian Empress that is an elf? I don't know how well that would be received. So that would probably be one of those situations where Orle probably wouldn't be able to help all that much because there'd be so much bitching going on amongst all the nobility and everything else involved and all that. So maybe not the case so well to choose that option. Gaspard... I'm sure he'd probably kick you to the curb the moment he's in power. I don't know. I haven't You're seen right, how that plays yeah. out. Is is that how it plays out? He kicks everyone I don't the know. Curb? I just think that, no, okay. no. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's how that goes. Or you can do the best option, which I found in my second playthrough, where you detain the Duchess before she has a chance to make a move. What happens is you go out in front of everyone. You walk down in front of everyone in plain sight where the entire ballroom is all eyes on you, and you tell everyone that she's an assassin preparing to kill the empress and then she's detained and then she cries a lot so first off if you attack her she's a ninja and kills everyone but if you announce before everyone before she has a chance to kill the empress in front of everyone she's like oh my plan is ruined and she falls to her knees and starts crying and then you haul her away and you allow yourself the ability to pass judgment on her now that being said once the Duchess is out of the way. Selene thanks you, of course, for saving her life and blah, blah, blah. And this is where you have a choice. You can basically tell her that Gaspard was planning to attack her, that Briala wants to help her, and, you know, everyone knows they're lovers and everything. 
Or you can somehow, I don't even remember how I managed to do this, but you convinced Gaspard, Celine, and Briala that it was in the best interest of Orlais to team up together and work as one unified force. And you know what? what? They do. And what? it's amazing. What? Or you could do what I did the first time and tell her that uh, the Gaspard snuck a bunch of people into the court because he was going to try a coup and she has him executed. That's what I've done every single time because I thought that was the only option. Exactly. <laughs> you thought it was the only option. And I thought it was too. And then it comes to find out that everyone can work together in the best interests of not only Orlais but the world. And then they have a nice bit of tea and whatever it is that tea and trumpets. I, I, I have uh, tea and trumpets while they watch Harlequins punch each other in the face. I have no idea. So anyway, all that done, you go back to Skyhold. You have a party for yourself because why the hell wouldn't you? And <laughs> this is the weirdest. Thing in the world. So while yes, it was it would be the place of the Orlesian Empress to pass judgment on her would-be assassin or her failed assassin, however you want to put it, <laughs> she's like, you know what, this is your problem. Thank you, and I'm going to give you the choice of deciding what happens to the Duchess. First off, if you killed her, they send her body in a box. <laughs> Not even like an urn or anything. No, it's, it's in a, a it's, box. It's, with it's, flies. it's a crate. It's a crate with flies all over it. And you had to pass option. And I, I actually saw this on Twitter because I didn't see, I didn't choose like the smartass response, I guess. But apparently it's like, and uh, give the box to some orphans or something like that. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Why the hell would you do that? <laughs> what? Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. When you're judging this box, okay, with yes. flies on it, Josephine will give the box time to respond. And she's like, okay, this is the allotted time that we give the defendant <laughs> to, to respond. She actually gives like 10 seconds. <laughs> oh my god! My character's like, are you gonna be fucking kidding me? What I usually choose, I will say, take the box on display and show everybody that sees this thing, this is what happens when you fuck with me. And I'm like, that's kind of badass and morbid. I'm going to let him do that. And you literally get a quest on the war table to do this. It's horrible. One of the things you can do is if Duchess Florian survives, if you capture her, you get to pass judgment on her. And you can make her an agent. You can actually put her powers to use for the Inquisition and make her an agent. Which I, I would have said no to either way. Because to hell with that, she's evil and needs to be punished. So, what I did instead is I made her my court jester. Oh! And she, she basically, the answer is like, wait, what? You, no, what? And so for the rest of the game, she's standing in my, in my no! throne room, dressed up like a jester. And every time you go and talk to her, she's just like, what, do you want me to dance? Is that what you want? Do you want me to entertain you? She's just like, the entire time, you know that she has hit the, like, rock bottom, and she just hates everything. She hates being alive. <laughs> but That's amazing. The best conclusion of this entire event, the absolute best, is that once everything's said and done, you've passed judgment on the corpse, or lack thereof, or whatever happens, depending on which choice you make, you know, make Briala the Empress, make Gaspard the Emperor whatever you get another addition to your war table and that is 
none other than the previous occult advisor of Orlais. On behalf of Orlais, you are granted Morgan to help you and the Inquisition in your fight against Corifanus. Oh, oh, at the end of the ball. Oh, finally, you get to dance with somebody at the end of the ball, by yeah, the way. Yeah, here's where I have a problem. No! Wait. My first time, I got to dance with Josephine, right? Because that's who mm-hmm. I was romancing in my first playthrough. Mm-hmm. And then I did my second playthrough where I was romancing Cassandra. And I clearly did something wrong because I didn't get to dance with Cassandra. No! And I was he... very upset about that. That is, that is kind so of sad, but... So I, I might not have been far enough in the romance arc with Cassandra at that point. That might have been what happened. It does lock in certain romances. I, I know with Blackwall, though, you can always go back on him because he will quote-unquote betray you. I just think you just find out the truth and you can dump him at that point or kill him or whatnot. But I've done this both with Colin, obviously, and you keep asking him to dance throughout the entire thing and he's like, I'm not really a dancer. And at the end, it is so freaking sexy, you get to dance with him and then Blackwall promises you, yeah, we'll get our freak on afterward. That's fine. (laughs) One thing about this thing is that also when you finish this, you get to have the formal attire schematic. Yes. And... What's wonderful about it with Blackwall is that it makes him lose about 50 pounds. It's amazing. Because he wears so much armor. But you can actually, when you do this for formal attire, I actually made better armor for him than anything I found in the game. Um, And it was light armor. You can put light armor on the heavy armor wearers when it's that formal attire, which that's how you can make (laughs) Blackwall lose 50 pounds. And it actually looks adorable on him. He's very sexy like that. Yeah, I put it on Solus. Oh, did he look it? Yeah, he actually uh, looks pretty good, depending on what colors. It was, like, black and yellow. Like, primary black with, with yellow gold trim How'd or something like black? that. black? Do you remember what... Uh, I don't remember what material I had on him at the time, but it was pretty great looking. Solus did look good, and then he had a, a turban, which was weird. It was, it was funny that he was wearing formal attire and a turban. Can you imagine? He probably looks like Professor Quirrell from Harry Potter. <laughs> he actually kind of did, and to be fair, he kind of has a Voldemort. Solus has got got a dark side to him, I'm telling you right now. I know he does. He's got a dark side to him, and... I don't know. He's so thoughtful all the time. Conspiring how he's going to burn the world. (laughs) No one that quiet can be nearly that good. I'm just saying. I got to punch Solus. Oh my I saw God. a gif of, like, a repeating gif of someone punching Solus. And it's amazing. He, it's amazing. The, the, the look of not even shock, it's just, like, disappointment on his face. It's just like, you hit me. That sucks. Why? Why would you hit me? It's just amazing. Oh, and every time... Well, I think he does this normally, but when you ask him, like, you pass by and you say, oh, I want to see if he has anything new to say, he's like, yes. Like, fuck you. Every single time. He's just, he's an ass. I hate him. Yeah. Well, hate. I like to hate him. I like to dislike him. What else do you get from this? Do you get anything else? You get Morgan, and she shows up. Now, I purposely did this where I knew this was coming, and I knew I would have Morgan there, and I knew I had Alistair as my warden. Yeah. So, as I said last time, I made sure I did this quest first, and then did the other one where I have Alistair be at the castle at the same time for a little while. And so, but they never talk to each other. That was really disappointing. But you also get her son. Yeah, you do. She brings a little boy. Now, her boobs have deflated, by the way. Have you noticed? <laughs> uh, all I noticed is that Morgan is incredibly hot. She, oh, she really is. Uh, like, the moment I saw her in that dress, I I wanted her to be in that dress all the time because she looked gorgeous. Oh, she yeah, like, she did. <laughs> her, her royal attire 
or her Orlesian ballroom attire was the best looking dress in the entire game. Oh, I think Ember Celine's was. But anyway, no, um, no. she holds her hands like Celine, though. Have you noticed that? And when I she did walks, that, she it... does the girly walk with her hands. <laughs> you can imagine this apostate. Look, all I know is that this amazing apostate had that walk. And oh, I love it. it was distracting, and it was amazing, and I loved it. I loved it. it. I loved Look, it. I'm just saying, I've had a crush on Morgan since the first game, and it hasn't gone away. Oh, that's so sweet. So, yeah. So does anything else happen with the son when you talk to her? She brings her son. Now, does she say anything, like, with your playthrough? You were the father of this kid, right? Both times. Both times. So did she Maury say... Maury confirmed yes, it. She did? Maury. Maury? Povich. Oh, God. You well, we are have... the father. Does she say anything like the hero of Ferelden? Yeah, that's my baby daddy. Uh, yes. She refers to him constantly as her love. Oh, really? And it's oh. not even just like baby daddy. It's like they're genuinely in love. Because both times, uh, both playthroughs, I had the ending where my warden went through the portal with her in the end. Oh. So, and his, and this is, you know, later on you get to find this out, but where he's going, uh, or why he's not there... It's because he's trying to find a cure for the blight and the calling and everything else uh -huh. involved in that. He's trying to find a way to end it. Which means that he's not in Orlais when all this stuff is going down with the Wardens. And you do get to actually communicate with him via an operation at one point. Whether you speak with Morgan or whether you speak with Liliana. Because both of them have ties to the original Warden. So mm -hmm. both of them can unlock the operation to contact him. Which you contact him via Ferelden. You know, it's mm -hmm. in the Ferelden side of your War Table map. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she, of course, or he rather, he sends a message to Morgan when he sends, like, something to help Aww. you out to try to help things out a little bit. And <laughs> she's basically like, yes, he did send me something, and no, I'm not going to tell you what it says. <laughs> and I, I, it. I think it might have been very saucy material, too. Uh, very graphic, oh. maybe. That was the implication. So, yes. Needless to say, uh, even though I'm disappointed the Warden did not make a comeback in this game, I would say the manner in which they handled it was great. I I, I do think it was great, so. Aww. I do like the way, like you said, Morgan would talk about fondly about the Warden, and Alistair oh, yeah. talked very fondly about the Warden, and that was just, oh my god, they know what to say to a girl. Uh, I'm looking at some of this trivia stuff. There's also a part after this ball, you can go and talk to Cole, and you can say, hey, Cole, how did you like the masks? And he was like, what masks? He thought those were the people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> how cute is that? Not to mention, they can't hide anything from him. He's motherfucking Cole. <laughs> I really want to read those books. I really want to read Asunder. Yeah, yeah, that's on my list also. Here's another bit of trivia. Did you know that Wicked Eyes and Wicked Hearts refers to the Canticle of Silence 3-6? What? What was it? Say it again? On the trivia, this is on the wiki, it says, Most of the quest names in the main plot refer to specific verses in the Chant of Light. The Wicked Eyes and Wicked Hearts refers to Canticle of Silence 3-6. Huh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and if Solus is brought on the mission, he is announced as Lord Inquisitor's elven servant, Solus. <laughs> uh, if Cole is, is on the mission, he's not announced at all. Nope, he's not, because nobody sees him. And if Blackwall is brought, he's announced at court to have been awarded the Silverite Wings of Valor. And when he's questioned about it, he is evasive about how and when he received the award. Yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, so we're going to leave it off of that. We're going to get to emails at some point. I promise. I know I've promised you guys that have written in. Keep on writing in. And leave iTunes reviews. Yeah, leave positive iTunes <laughs> I'll just take an iTunes review. We had one. You know I'm cutting that out. I can't give numbers. We have five billion listeners, according to everybody. Five billion! That's over 9,000. And that's the most important number on the internet. We don't want to dampen the mood, D-A-M-P, Dragon Age multiplayer. That was a terrible joke. Before we get to more terrible jokes, we have to do some contact information, or else how are we going to know how much you love us? You have to tell us how much you love us. Don't tell us how much you hate us. Get a hold of us on Twitter at DragonAgeOTR. Contact me at Mistress underscore LeBeau. That's L-E-B-E-A-U. And if you like your tweets favorited, contact Road at that road guy. Email us at DragonAgeOTR at gmail.com. Visit our website at QuestGamingNetwork.com. And yes, we know our money's on the dresser. We have sponsors, you guys. Heard about us talk about Dragon Age The Stolen Throne and Dragon Age The Calling? Well, here's your chance to hear it for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and you get one of those books for free. And the better to hear you with, my dear, visit tweakedaudio.com, enter our code off the record, all one word, for 30% off. Quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, and a lifetime warranty. And while you're on YouTube, you could also subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork, where you can find a plethora of other shows. That's youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. No one's slick as Gaston. No one's quick as Gaston. No one's next as incredibly thick as Gaston. For there's no man in town half as manly. Perfect, a pure paragon. Ooh, you can ask any Tom, Dick, or Stanley. And they'll tell you whose team they prefer to be on. No one's... Fuck it. Okay. That's recorded. Go to Twitter and type in it's over 9,000. You'll get the Nappa bot, which is one of the characters from uh, Dragon Ball Z. Hey, if you go, hey, listen, you get the Navi. Or good news, everyone, you get the Professor Farnsworth bot. That I did not know. Because he says it like every episode. Kind of like you say, that being said. That being said, I've got a banana nailed to a stick. It's a banana nailed to a stick. It's a banana nailed to a stick. Mr. Sulu, take us out of here. Scotty, beam us up. He's dead, Jim. Come! I think her and Spock need to get it on. Ooh, I like the way your balls smell. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. Peach sweaty balls from Saturday Night Live. Oh my god. Anyway, ugh. I like Baldwin with the sweaty balls and the the radio chick. Oh god. Oh my god. I'm doing my hands like Phoebe from Friends, where I'm like ew ew. And ew. you know you've been watching too many episodes of Friends when how many seasons have you made it through now, Liz? I am through six seasons. You got problems. What do you think your favorite part of Austin Powers is? The tent scene. Really? Oh, God, I'm so disappointed in you. Oh, no, it's like, it's one of the best things ever is just like the whole shadow puppet thing <laughs> where he's, she's just constantly pulling things out of his ass. It's fucking hilarious. The, the guards are just like, what the fuck is going on in there? Terrible. It's terrible. I don't know if I can respect you anymore. I didn't really before, but... I, I loved that. I, the, that scene made me laugh so hard. She pulls out a gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> she brought your gerbil? It goes everywhere with me, baby. Yeah, baby!
I'll ask you not to open that inside. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you know what the whole the best part of this whole conversation is? You're recording it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think my favorite part out of all three movies is in the first movie, it's number two at the very end. He's holding Dr. Evil at gunpoint and he goes, I am tired of you pushing me around! <laughs> also, I've got naked pictures of Cullen on my screen. Or, what? Why? Why? What? 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 There's a shirtless image of Alistair standing next to Cullen, <laughs> and they're holding each other's swords. <laughs> Actually, they're holding Where? their own swords, but you know. Okay, fine. What's his name? Uh, oh no, that's Rage. What? Who are you? Oh, uh, good times. Hamplers in all of my days.